0: This is What Happens If, with Daniel and Jan on Joy.
1: Nine, and tonight we're asking the question: What happens if I'm a boy and I do ballet? Mm. Two things that we both did. <laughs> we both, we've we've both both done them coincidentally, boys, <laughs> and
2: hey, we've both been boys <laughs> and done ballet
1: simultaneously. Exactly. Um, now a little uh, just to put it into context. Today is World Ballet Day. Yeah, so that's exciting. I've just gone on onto the onto the
2: interweb and found out that there's a whole website. Then there's, there's wonderful interactive things you can go into behind the scenes with ballet companies
1: around the world and yeah. it's a, it's, everyone's on board. Well, I think, I think the way it works is um, you there's the three main ballet companies, well, not the three main ballet companies in the world, but anyway. Three big ones. Three big ones. Australian Ballet, the Bolshoi Ballet, and something else, American Ballet Theatre? Mm. That sounds right. Yeah. Anyway, somewhere in America. Um, they like, no, sorry, Royal Ballet. Right. Royal Ballet in London. Okay. They live stream their day. Right. Um, so you can watch it all online. Cool. And uh, they have interactive interviews and yeah. people ask questions from their computers. And because ballet is huge. It's huge. And that's kind of what we're going to do today. We're a part of it. What are we doing today? We are, we've got some people coming in. We've got some boys coming in that are nominated this year for the Telstra Ballet Dancer of the Year Award. Um, this is an Australian Ballet, internal Australian Ballet Award. Um, and the three boys that are not there's five nominees okay but we do not care about the chicks today sister no <laughs> <laughs> and so we're bringing in three people
2: who are currently in direct competition with each other exactly that'll so be interesting to see how they talk about each other i hope
1: they're like really catty towards yeah, each other. Should, yeah yeah let's bring them in one at a time yeah and get them to pitch do like shark up. tank that's a good that's a great idea yeah let's do give that. me your pitch why should you win it's quite a lot of money i think I think I know it is. Um, We've got (laughs) Lucien Zhu coming in. Yep. uh, Nathan Brook. Uh huh. And Brody James. All right. So uh, I'll be interested to find out all about their lives. I'm going to judge books by covers, and just
2: I'm just going to name the award right when I see them. Whoever I think upon first viewing of their body, who would be the best ballet dancer? I feel Mm. that's a pretty good. They need a good body to be. You know what I mean. So I'm just going to. I'm just going to go. Yep, you win. And then I hope, you know, I'm, I'm sure the Australian Ballet will
1: take that into account. Well, I've heard that we will probably, we're going to be invited onto the committee after this, mm. as long as this episode goes well, which I'm sure it yeah, yeah, will. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, and I'm sure they really care about what we think, so... Yeah. So, well, well, Ballet Day. Um, uh, do you, So, when did you start ballet, by the way? Because... Uh, by yeah. the way, we've both done ballet. Oh, those? so much, so
2: much ballet. We've done so many plies, it's not funny. <laughs> That's a bend and stretch of the legs. Yeah, it's actually not funny. No, it's not funny. <laughs> it's, plies aren't funny. Mm, no. <laughs> they hurt. Um, yeah. Well, I don't know. I, uh, Well, I would have been about nine. Mm. I went down to... A little studio taught by a wonderful teacher named Susan Forrest Flynn. She's fantastic. SFF. SFF. (laughs) And she was a brilliant teacher. I don't remember exactly where she was from. I think she was from England. Yeah. But she ran a little studio in Lennox Head, which is just north of Byron Bay. Okay. In New South Wales. And I started learning there. I did little private lessons. It's so funny, actually. Like, if I look back and I see um, photographs of, like, you know a photo when I'm nine, and I'm in, you know, I'm in like a tondo, which is a stretch of the leg. Yes,
1: a stretch of the leg away from the centre.
2: Yeah, that's right. So I'm just doing a little stretch of my leg. A little pointed foot. Yeah, and I've got a little, I've got some arms happening. I've got one above my head in fifth, and I've got one to the side in second. Yeah. Which equals fourth. Yeah. Yeah, so there you go. Ballet turns, people. Mm. Um, And I'm sort of just giving it a nice position, and each year that the photographs go along, the positions just, like, get slightly better. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Like, I'm so bad at the beginning. (laughs) It's not really a stretched leg. The arm's not really above my head. But you were and proud. Proud and ready to
1: go. When did you start? Well, I I think I first started dancing when I was four, but I think maybe ballet was the year afterwards. Yeah. Um, and I really didn't like it for a very, very long time. It mm. was the least favourite of all the dance styles, all it's the genres. Because it's hard. It was really hard and you have to be really disciplined, and I was mm. not. Yeah. But then all of a sudden, I was, and then all of a sudden, I wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> it was a short window. <laughs> like bewitched in here. <laughs> I wish it had lasted longer. <laughs> well,
2: it's a lot of work. It's a lot of hard work. It's so much hard work. Mm. Um, you, I, I think there was probably a similar moment where I started to enjoy mm. the hard work. Mm where you go, oh, I'm good enough at doing jumps now, jetés or whatever it is. I'm good enough at doing jumps now that it's a
1: bit more fun than it used to be. Well, let's say this because Jan and I both went to the Victorian College of the Arts Secondary School. We did. Shout out to Vcas And we, I was there from Year 7. You were there from Year 9. Yep. We did ballet. Sorry, we, yeah, we did ballet every day. Mm-hmm. Um, as well as all our academic studies. So we did half a day of dance and half a day of academic studies. And then it became more than half a day of dance because we stayed back in the afternoons as well. Yeah, we used to come back after the half day of academics and maybe do an hour and a half of rehearsal. Yeah. Um, so it was, it was hectic. It was, and when you think about, um, well, f- for me, for example, that then went on to a ballet career, I did so many ballet classes from yeah. the age of like 12. I basically did ballet every day, except Sunday, (laughs) until I was 30. (laughs) It's like reverse religion. (laughs) It's so much. And at the end of it, to be told, like, oh, you could still stretch your feet more, you're like, how... Is that possible? <laughs> why it is? I, why it Am is. I not freakishly amazing yet?
2: <laughs> yeah. And how did? How come you didn't tell me that when I was twelve? Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But I, I know what you mean by for get in, um, enjoying the hard work because yeah. if you're if you're of the mi- if you're of the right mindset, you can enjoy the challenge of it. Yeah. Um. Just like uh, any elite. I guess, athlete. Um, I think of, you know, gymnasts or who probably, in, I don't know how grueling it is compared to ballet. It's probably on par, but it's all different. Um, but, um, you know, it's, it's very much body centric as mm. well. So mm. you have to be quite conscious of that. Yeah. Well, that that was part of the thing for me. Like if I'm thinking back
2: of, of the enjoyment, partly, and it sounds, I suppose, narcissistic, but it's really not because ballet is about aesthetics. It's like what it's all about. I mean, you, it, there's a point where you're doing, let's say like an arabesque or something, and and you you look in the mirror and you go, oh, this is starting to look all right. And that, for me, was part of the enjoyment. Mm. When you started to go, I'm now using my body in a way that looks
1: good. Do you know what it is? It's like um, we were forced, as not forced, but as kids we chose yeah. to be what adults are now in the gym that manage to go to the gym every day yes because a year later they start to go oh my god i'm really seeing results Mm. we had that without even knowing that's what we were working towards yeah and then you go like oh hang on a second i'm actually figuring this out
2: yeah 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 yeah
1: um and then you start to
2: self-direct a bit more mm. and it does i mean ballet i mean um we've spoken about this before but I teach now and I teach, you know, a, a musical theatre, it's kind of jazz class, you know, uh, in the style of maybe Gene Kelly or whatever. And and I'm constantly saying to students, you have to do more ballet. Yeah. There's just no way you're going to look the way you want to look
1: unless you do ballet. Well, I think it's safe to say that the boys we've got coming in probably don't need to do any more ballet. No, 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 no. They're, they're pros at it. Yeah, absolutely. So let's get them in. Uh, coming up next, we've got Lucian Brody and Nathan from the Australian Ballet. They're all nominees at the Telstra Ballet Dancer of the Year Award. This is what happens if tonight we're asking, "What happens if I'm a boy and I do ballet?" Mm-hmm. You're on Joy.
3: Woo. This is Joy.
1: Well, this is what happens if I'm Joy on a four point nine. And tonight we're asking the question: What happens if I'm a boy and I do ballet? We're it. We we know we're it. Oh, we were it. Yes. <laughs> A while ago. Who are those people laughing at us?
2: Yeah, oh my god. Oh, there's so many people laughing in the studio.
1: <laughs> well, it is World Ballet Day, as we mentioned. Yes. And so we've been joined by three stars of the Australian Ballet. Please welcome Brody, Lucen, and Nathan. Hey, hey guys. guys. Hello hey guys. <laughs> um now you're all here because you're nominees for the Telstra Ballet Dancer Award. Now, how the hell do I get in on that? It sounds like twenty thousand dollars. Yeah. <laughs> Hello. That's, That's not like one I've ever made in my whole career. Yeah,
2: that reminds <laughs> me of like the, of the final showcase on The Price Is Right. <laughs> so, did you get nominated by your peers, by someone in the company,
4: or how did how did it how did it begin? Yeah, so uh, it, we're nominated by the principals of the company, the ex winners of the Telstra Ballet Dancer Award. Okay, and. Uh, David McAllister and Fiona Tonkin Okay, so David
1: McAllister is the artistic director director, of the Australian Ballet and Fiona Tonkin is sort of
4: his wing woman I guess right hand man Uh, Do you know know who she is? You work there, don't you? Yeah, yeah, yeah yeah. She's our ballet mistress (laughs) She she knows who
1: (laughs) (laughs) I think he just lost (laughs) (laughs) No, we were just talking to Nathan Nathan, give us the rundown How did you get into ballet?
4: Uh, so when I was a kid, I used to always just dance around to music mm-hmm. in my house, in my living room. Anyway, one afternoon I was I was dancing to music as per usual, and um, my next door neighbour who were, who are really into the arts um, was looking into the living room. And they came and they came over the next day and were like, "To mum, okay, you've got to put this boy into ballet because he just like has a flair for it." Anyway, mum and dad put me into ballet, and the rest is the rest history. is history. We,
2: we we were talking about this a bit before about our well when we started and what it felt like. Do you feel like there was a moment where you started to enjoy it, or, do, or was it straight off the bat? Love
4: doing this. This feels good. Love it. I think first time I was on stage, I realized yeah, on I stage. Like, okay, yeah, kick. I mm. was like, yeah,
1: I'm into it. <laughs> We've got Lucien and Brody here as well. Lucien, how old were you when you started doing the ballet? Um,
5: I started when I was eleven. Okay, and uh, it's kind of a gift from my dad. Oh yeah, because he was a ballet dancer as well, and he trained three years, and um, the family can't support him anymore. And um, when I was eleven, dad was like. I was a really weak child when I was little mm-hmm. and that um, sent me to a ballet school. It's like, oh, just try this and uh, make it stronger. Yeah. And, oh, uh, right, like strengthening,
4: yeah, like strengthening training. Strengthening-wise, yeah, yeah, yeah.
5: And uh, Beijing Dance Academy came to audition and I uh, got in and seven years later, I'm here.
1: <laughs> wow, <laughs> yeah. amazing. Yeah. So, then did, so you trained in Beijing and then did you train in Australia as well or did you come straight um, to the company?
5: I trained in Australian ballet school for two years as yeah.
1: well. Yeah, and oh, got fantastic. into the company. Very lucky.
2: <laughs> so what? What? Um, where did you grow up? You obviously didn't grow up in Beijing. Where did you grow um, up? I'm
5: from a city called Shuzhou in China. Okay. And I uh, moved to Beijing by myself when I was 11.
1: Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. And we've got Brody here as well. So Brody, you're also nominated. When did you start doing, when did you start kicking your legs? Um, I started dancing when I was
3: 11, but before that I trained as a gymnast. That's right, uh, a bit of a flipper. Yeah, I can do <laughs> I <flipper> mean, <laughs> can still do it, actually, probably, yeah, yeah. like, ten years later and haven't done it in a while.
1: Good. We'll get um, a boomerang of that later.
3: Yeah. Put yeah, <laughs> that on the socials. <laughs> yeah, that's
1: right. Um, but
3: ballet was the last uh, style of dancing I chose to pick up, and it's, funnily, funnily enough, the one that stuck. Um, so, yeah, from Perth, started at Jodie Marshall Dance Academy. Mm, Shout-out to Jodie and the crew. Yeah, yeah. and then um, went to a few other schools and then moved to Melbourne at age 15 to do ballet full-time was there for four years and now I'm with the company. I've been with the
1: company for seven years. Um, Jan yeah, and I were talking about ballet before and about how we found it, it, it kind of came later. Like we yeah. had to do it. Yeah. But our interest in it came later. Yeah. Was that your experience that you were more interested in the more theatrics of dancing? And then you kind of, and then because you were forced to do ballet it kind of just happened not forced to but it got some supporting training i guess 100 percent. i grew to love ballet i did not like it at
3: first um yeah it's definitely more drawn to the theatrics so like jazz tap acrobats um but then strangely enough those three fell away and then the ballet stuck and a new
1: passion and new love for it grew from there Mm. oh that's nice what about you um nathan you you said you were dancing around in your Living room and some creepy neighbor saw you. Who is this neighbor? So pretty much. And then you had your first moment on stage. Yeah. Um, and you've been into it ever since.
4: Yeah, I guess so. So I did. He. I was the same as Brody. I did jazz and tap. Yeah. And, and are you from Melbourne? No, I'm from Sydney originally. Okay. I'm yep. From the um the northern beaches. Yeah. And so. And so yeah. did you move down? Cause people
1: don't, might not realize, um, usually to be a full-time ballet dancer, you actually have to leave your family and go train full-time. It's a full-time mm, yeah. thing. And from a very young age, yeah. was that what you experienced as well?
4: Yeah, I left when I was 14. That's
1: yeah. so, that is so young. Yeah. Mm. I guess so, so. It's, yeah. I mean, it's, it, it is exactly like people
2: if they go off to boarding school. Yeah. I remember there was a few people at VCAS who, who were lived either out, outside of Well, outside of their country of origin or outside of the state of origin and they would come down to VCAS like for the whole school term and then go home for the, I never, I couldn't believe that. No. But it's, you know, it's not uncommon. Yeah. It's really, Mm
1: -hmm. really hard at that age. Did you find it hard, Nathan?
4: Uh, yeah, for the first part of it I did, but I mean, I was, I was just so op- my eyes were opened up to this mm. whole new world and yep. I'm like, like to Melbourne, yeah, yeah <laughs> cool cafes and yeah, yeah pretty much yeah you were all
1: long blacks before you knew it <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> 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 graffitiing alleyways absolutely
4: yeah, <laughs> yeah. Not, mm, not, not so much <laughs>
1: <laughs> what about you Lucien when did full time training start for you how um, old were you I actually start full-time when I was 11.
5: I did <gasps> nothing before, actually. Oh, it's that's, yeah. that's how it's oh, kind of so straight guess, into it, yeah. So that's okay. kind of how it
1: worked. The school went around audition. and they said you've got the yeah. right body for it, Yeah, basically. A, yeah, I yeah. did
5: a month of training before they come to audition and they just got three. <laughs> it's like,
1: Do they yeah. check? Because that's quite interesting. The, the, the funny thing about ballet is that you, it is, uh, you are auditioned on your body and the facility that you have. Yeah. At that age, did, was there any kind of interview process did they meet you or speak to you or was it just that they could bend your leg up by your head
5: I think, it,
2: it just literally just yeah. got in my, like, about my head. like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <Literally>. <laughs> <Have> a crack. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. yeah <laughs> Funny, they should have done that test on me, they would have figured out pretty
1: quickly <laughs> <laughs> that it's not a good yeah, happen He's more of a jazz hand
0: star.
1: <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Ever heard of Bob Fossey? Yeah. Yeah, he's sick to that. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, you guys have just, uh, finished a massive season of Spartacus. Yeah. Um, mm. which was, which is a great ballet for boys. Um, Brody, what was that like for you? Being seven years in the company? It must have been pretty exciting to go into a ballet that was so uh, male dominated
3: yeah, it was uh, very interesting it 's kind of like nothing we 've ever done at the Australian ballet before. There was yeah huge scenes with as many guys as you can in there, in particular particular there was um seven gladiators. we were on stage in every single act and always there being very involved, being very physically present. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, it was definitely a, a very interesting experience that a lot of us probably hadn't been exposed before. Because normally you see a lot of the um, females on stage, they do big scenes like Swan Lake, all the swans. So, yeah, it was kind of like the opposite. We had all the men on stage being a big group.
1: And uh, you get to do a lot of that, that ballet acting on the sides, a lot of observing, a lot of gestural <laughs> hands towards what's going on. Don't you just, sometimes just want to yell out? Um, all the time. Yeah, all the time. Sometimes yeah. we have like certain looks that communicate things <laughs> and we kind of like good. have an inside joke. Is there yeah, is there a whole like other story going on backstage or around oh. the sides that the audience has no idea of?
4: One hundred percent.
1: Yeah. Side plots going around yeah. left, right and centre. Yeah. <laughs> Lucien, what was uh Spartacus like for you as an experience? Uh it's like Brody
5: said, it's nothing like what I've done before. Yeah. And um for Gladiator's and I think for me, it's uh, like a huge challenge for me doing gladiators because I feel like I'm not those kind of guy dancers doing, like yeah,
2: right. massive. You don't feel like things. that's your character. It's not my character. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But
5: yeah. It's
2: definitely a really good challenging for me. Yeah, mm-hmm. really it's almost, it. almost that would be like almost double, doubly the challenge if yeah. you, you're, you're forced into a, a kind of a role that doesn't. Magically suit you yeah. by mm. luck, you know. Oh, I'm perfect for the jester and whatever. Well, lucky you, but like if you're then forced to then be a gladiator or yeah. whatever, that's that's a whole another thing. Yeah, it's
1: like too bad. You want to get paid? Get out yeah. there,
2: and be a gladiator. <laughs> <laughs> you're fighting the lion. Do it.
1: <laughs> Put your leathers on. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Just go look exhausted. <laughs> um, well, hey, we're gonna take a break. But when we come back, we're gonna figure out what this award's all about and what you guys have to do in the process and. Um, how we can help you all win. This is what happens if on Joy Joy ninety four point nine. Well, this is what happens if on Joy ninety four point nine, and uh, we are asking the question: What happens if I'm a boy and I do ballet?
2: <laughs> <laughs> how many different incarnations of the word ballet are you going to have? <laughs> well,
1: one I've, hour? Always, I've always noticed that when people people who feel uncomfortable about saying ballet they say ballet. Yeah.
2: Or they just oh, say it a little bit quieter than the rest of the sentence. Yeah, damn Yeah. Also, yeah. yeah. oh, do that stuff with
1: like on your toes. <laughs> <laughs> oh god, that sounds like what people like where I grew up. <laughs> yeah, totally, <laughs> totally. Well, hey, we're here with um, three gentlemen from the male ensemble. At the Australian Ballet, um, Nathan, Lucien, and Brody—they're all nominated for the Australian, sorry, the Telstra Ballet Dancer Award, which is at the Australian Ballet, voted mm. in- in- by in- their ensemble. own colleagues. Yes, but there's also uh, a little twist. There's a People's Choice. Ah, uh, yeah. So, if you. <laughs> i say if you're not good enough for the main one that's no, not be like
2: that. <laughs> <laughs> So can I go in for it? <laughs> <laughs> David if you're listening, my <laughs> number's oh four two two.
1: I've I've done stuff.
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
1: um, you can you can vote. You can get you can get voting yourself. Twelstro.com forward slash dot com dot or dot com forward slash ballet and uh, all the details are there. Go ahead and vote. Voting's open forever. Apparently. And there
2: are, there are six nominees. Is that correct? We've yep. got the three of you here, and so there are three others. Yeah. Three. We, three guys. Yeah, we don't care about them. Because no.
1: if, if I'm a boy <laughs> and I do ballet. Exactly. <laughs> I think if I'm a girl, I do ballet has already been done somewhere. <laughs> yeah, like some right. radio show. <laughs> yeah. I feel. bank on that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, guys, we, uh, it's lovely to have you here. And we were talking in the break. Uh, you needed to pick slogans. Is, yeah. that, is that how this works? What Nathan? T- titles? Yeah, it was more know. they created kind of a story around us. Okay. Oh, right. Um, right, 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 right,
3: right. So, yeah, we had to answer a few questions, mm-hmm. and from that it was more like, based on our past experiences they created this kind of story. Oh, yeah. nice. Yeah, mm-hmm. so mine is Dancing with Pride, because so I that- apparently dance very
1: proud in the studio. Oh, good. That's yeah. nice. That's Brody, Brody James.
3: Yeah.
5: Mine um, is bring character into technique. Oh, beautiful. Yeah.
1: I love that. Is your technique very strong? Um um, the boy's uh, saying yes. Don't be bashful.
4: (laughs) Just say yes. (laughs) This is the people's choice award we're after here. Like you've gotta get the people voting. (laughs) (laughs) And Nathan, what's yours? Mine's turning fear into power. Oh, nice. Are you a very scared person? (laughs) No, not really, but I think Um they asked about what it felt like to dance on stage. Mm. Yeah, right. I always feel this expectancy from the audience. Like when I, mm. when I walk out there, there's like this sort of tangible energy between me and the audience. And that's how I get my like power. You feel power to from perform. That. Yeah. 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 So do you yeah, know, it's I feel re- that buzz. I, I think that's really interesting because what a lot of people
1: might not realize, particularly, um, in full time dance companies in Australia, how often these guys are on stage. Yeah. Like it's like <laughs> what 200 times a year or something mm, you're yeah, performing. Yeah, yeah. And so, it's amazing that it's amazing that nerves can still play a factor. How yeah. do you deal with nerves, Nathan?
4: Absolutely. Um, will I breathe. Yeah, <laughs> but I, I usually that. like to feel. I like to feel a little bit nervous before something yeah. mm. because if I don't, then I feel like something might go wrong. Yeah, you're not, I don't you're know. Not just on your toes, so not to on speak. my toes, <laughs> so to speak. Yeah. but yeah, the nerves just yeah keep me give me that energy to really like go for it and i suppose
2: there. having nerves it feels like maybe for you anyway based on what you've said is about is about almost knowing that the power is coming like yeah. the audience is going to be there they're going to give you strength they're going to give you their energy mm. and you're going to give it back totally so, and i feel like
1: having nerves is almost like knowing that you're about to do it
4: yeah, <laughs> so yeah it's like how you know in a way yeah
1: listen. um uh, we know that Australian Ballet is going to China yeah. in a few weeks. Is that something that you're nervous about to go back and perform in oh. your home country? Is this the first time since?
5: Since I jo- uh, yeah. since I actually came to Australia. Is it really? Yeah. Oh, um, great. Yeah. It's only my third year with the company and yeah. um, I'm actually very excited. Yeah. I'm a bit nervous because my parents haven't seen me perform for five years. Uh-huh. Oh wow. Yeah.
1: I'm sure yeah. they'll be impressed. God, I hope they are.
5: Yeah, hopefully. Otherwise, they be like, <laughs> "What's he <laughs> been doing down there?" Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's not bringing yeah.
1: character techniques. <laughs>
2: <Yeah.
1: laughs> title was <is> very misleading.
5: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm worked at it.
1: Yeah, yeah. And where are they? Where-
5: um. I think Mom's gonna follow me for the whole tour. Oh, oh so nice. Weeks. Yeah, three weeks. Yeah.
1: yeah. Beautiful. Weeks. Let me yeah. see you. That's beautiful. Yeah. What about you, Brody? Do you, after seven years, you're an old, old horse at this.
3: <laughs> you would think so.
1: Yeah.
3: Um, I always get so nervous right before I step on stage, but then something magical happens as soon as I do that first step on stage. I'm similar to Nathan. I get this amazing confidence and I just know that things are going to work, but like leading up, always like doing your makeup, doing your pre-show bar, always freaking out. Are just so nervous, mm. and somehow just transforms on
1: stage. It's like almost like an alter ego. I used to hate that. If I had a lead role, my whole day was screwed yeah, because right. I would just think about it all day. Like, <laughs> they're not, they not eat that. It might, not, it might affect how I feel. Like it's so, it's frustrating. Yeah. I, I wish I could have enjoyed it more. <laughs> <laughs> but, but then,
2: but then you were always very good on stage as well.
1: Like, oh, when, when you, you got um, out there. No, yeah. no,
2: but when you got out there. Yeah.
1: Right. Yeah, I did enjoy so you, it. You, so you, do you identify with what they're saying yeah, about yeah. the energy? I hate it. Well, I, but I didn't particularly enjoy the nervous energy up to it. Mm. I, oh, right. I dreaded it. Yeah, right. Yeah, but I liked it in in the end, I guess. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, let's talk about this award. So uh, the Telstra Ballet Dancer Award, you guys are all nominated. There's three others. We don't care about them. Um, <laughs> as far as we're concerned, they're out already. Yeah. Yeah. Well, this you, is going to get you a bunch of votes. Yes. I hope so. <laughs> Hopefully. Yes. We've got <laughs> thousands, millions of listeners. Millions. <laughs> um, we, I want to know what's the process. So you get nominated, then what? What do you guys have to do to win? It's, it's a big chunk of money. You've got to make it worth it.
3: Yeah. I think it's just being the best ambassador for both the Australian ballet and Telstra that you can be. Uh-huh. Um, it's derived from obviously, your artistic growth within the company and um, it just provides an opportunity for you to develop yourself as an artist so you do hopefully get a few more opportunities throughout the year you um, do a lot of media calls um, and they just yeah ask about your story getting to know you and um, hopefully yeah that contributes to um, the panel we have a panel that chooses who wins the award and they um, yeah hopefully you can see all that growth
1: within you and then they choose. So is it something that you um, put yourself forward for or is it something that's decided uh, by the past winners and you said Dave and Carlster, um, that they say, oh, maybe this,
4: maybe it's the right time for this person to be nominated? Yeah, yeah. it's sort of um, from the, you know, previous year of mm-hmm. work and, yeah. you know, if, they, if like, they see you standing out and, you know, really rising to the career, they sort of they give you that little launch and that little push
1: mm-hmm. i imagine in a company of so like what is there like 80 dancers almost yep. yeah that it must be quite nice to have that recognition um to feel like you're really kind of that you have that you're working towards something and maybe it's a little bit different because uh, like to put it into context you don't as a dancer you don't necessarily always know what role you're up for yeah that's so right. it, yeah. It, you might not you might not be getting Many roles, but you might have this to work towards, which is would be a nice incentive to keep working. I guess. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah, it's definitely really nice to get the uh, recognition from your peers and your colleagues. Um, yeah, it's a nice reward for all your hard work and yeah, the opportunities that you've
4: done in the uh, that you've had in the past few years. Yeah, it's just nice to know you're doing the right thing. You yeah, know? So in, <laughs> headed headed in the right just direction. because you know? yeah. with yeah with eighty dancers like. It's hard not to get, like, lost yeah. in the sea. You know? and
1: then... there must, there's so many of you. There must be times when you're like, oh, they're still here. <laughs> <laughs> Go on stage like, oh, my God, I thought she left. <laughs> I haven't seen her in weeks. <laughs>
2: That is a lot. When you just said 80 just then, I was quiet, but um, I was shocked on the inside. Mm. (laughs) uh, (laughs) That's not good for radio. (laughs) (laughs) I'll do it again. (gasps) Um, No, but like, well, coming from musicals, it's, you know, maybe 16 in the ensemble.
3: Mm -hmm. You know, eight guys, eight girls.
2: Yeah. 80
1: 80 is massive, isn't it? Oh,
3: man. Mm. Especially for one person to think about. Yeah. Like our boss David has to think about all those A D yeah. dancers and consider them and keep it's a lot it's so happy, hard. You know? Yeah,
1: it's a lot it's a lot to do. Yeah, massive job. Well, um in terms of um twenty grand, is it up to you guys to spend or what happens? We can do whatever we like yeah, with it. Yeah. <laughs> Deposit people, deposit.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: it's not in enough. This family, yeah, yeah, not enough. enough. <laughs> yeah, not enough. in this current economy. <laughs> Maybe avocado and
3: toast?
1: Well guys, good luck. Um, and so awesome to have you on. Um, it's the Telstra Ballet Dancer Award. Get on and uh Get yourself nomin- no, what is it? Nominating? No. Voting. Voting. Uh, voting. Voting, yeah. voting. Uh, for the people's choice, Telstra.com forward slash ballet, or you can just watch on and hope that either Nathan, Brody, or Lucien win the prize. <laughs> um, we're reading for you guys and thanks so much for coming and what happens Thank here. Thank you. Thank you for having us. Thank you for Thank having you. us.
3: j joy
1: well. Oh boy. Do you like that? <laughs> yeah. Coming in as if we've been laughing about yeah, something. Yeah, 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 mm. This is what happens if, and, uh, you're on Joy. Uh huh. Still. Office. Yep. Yep. And, uh, tonight we're asking the question, what happens if I'm a boy and I do ballet? Oh man. Crazy. <laughs> um, the most famous male ballet dancer you can think of? Billy Elliot. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Think harder. Um Mikhail Brishnikov. <laughs> yes, he's a good one. Good one. Uh, Mikhail Brishnikov was of course in Sex in the City. He was. It's a good episode. So, yeah, he was great. One of the three that I've seen. He was good. Uh, the other one being Rudolf Nureyev. Rudolf Nureyev. A huge, huge star. And interesting because, well, he probably, there's a lot, there's a lot to be said and particularly it's interesting to talk about this on this station. There's a lot to be said for, uh, shunning people that had died that died of age-related illnesses did he die? he did did he really yes oh i didn't know that so he uh and there's another singaporean uh famous ballet dancer choreographer mm. Mm. um who also died of I, I believe died may have died of age-related illnesses right and they tend not to talk about him as much. Really? So I wonder if maybe because Rudolf and died of those things that even though he's still such a huge star and so revered, mm. um, his his star was lost for a, for a lot of years because of that that time. Mm. You know, the eighties was so that to have that disease you were just untouchable. Yeah. Well. Yeah. And the stigma around it was just yeah. so awful and hideous. Um, but he was a huge, huge star, and I wish that you know. Sometimes I like, I like to think like, oh, imagine if we still had ballet dancers that were as big as him. Oh, because yeah. if if you're interested, go and looking up because his star power was insane. Yeah, it was insane. Wasn't it? Yeah, um, and you just don't have that anymore. And it's hard to think about it because, of, like you
2: say, I can't off the top of my head name well. Probably a dancer of any persuasion, but certainly a ballet dancer that has that level of stardom now. Just, I mean, huge. The the fact that we, those are the two that I can name, and they're
1: definitely not ballet dancers. Still, that tells you something. Look, there's definitely stars in the ballet world. Yeah, absolutely. If if you're in the ballet world, you know them. Yeah. And but in terms of breaking past that outside the theatre and actually going into the into pop culture. Very few have managed to do it. Mm. Um, I'd say probably uh, one that's still living, uh, obviously the male, is uh, uh, Darcy Bustle. Yeah, in London. Yeah, in, uh-huh. Sorry, in the UK. Everyone yeah. knows who she is. Yes, yeah, so I do. Um, and uh, there's another um, girl in the states, uh, Misty Copeland, who's kind of the first, that one. the first um, African American principal ballet dancer. Yeah, right. Um, and, uh, well, probably not the first, but the one to... Like, maybe she's the first. I don't know. should look that up. But, uh, she's the Serena Williams of ballet. She is. <laughs> um, yeah. She's not yelling at umpires, though, on the stage.
2: No. No. Just uh, the audience. Yeah. Um, yeah, the Nureyev thing. Have you ever heard that... Um, I think it's probably not true, but maybe it is, that story about um, Nureyev was challenged by some, like, Premier League soccer players... To, like, a sprint. Oh, really? And he blitzed
1: the field. Well, of course. We had big quads. <laughs> yes. The man could jump. So yeah, yeah, yeah. strong and stuff. Well, what's interesting about him, because I've read one of his biographies, is how injured he was. Really? Like, he, he ripped his body apart. And just kept going? And just you kept mean? going. Oh, right. The
2: determination. It's um, like that Michael Flatley thing about you hear about Michael Flatley and about how he would get off stage and he'd be so heated up that he'd just dunk his head in a bucket of ice and then run back out. Yeah, right. You know, yeah. That just like that. It's that old. It's a little bit old school, isn't it? We 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 sort of we've got workers' common stuff now, but um, but you wouldn't do that these days. But uh, or maybe some of them do. Maybe that's how. Maybe that's the only way you can get as big as Nureyev or, or Misty Copeland.
1: Well, maybe that's the thing as well. Maybe that's interesting uh, tie between Nureyev and Michael Flatley, for example, is they both have kind of like the sex. Back. Actor. And the um, yeah. the idea of like the middle aged women in the audience is going like Holy Moses! <laughs> That's he's how hot. they say it too. Yes. Holy
4: Moses! I'm going
1: to give money to this company. <laughs> um, but anyway, I thought we might do a little ballet quiz. Yeah. Well, clearly I we like, know what we're talking about. I love or a at least choir. you do. I love a quiz You love a choirs. Um It's a little audio quiz. So it's guess the music from the famous ballet. Maybe old, maybe new. I'm going to call this the Jeté quiz. It's the quiz of the Jeté. Uh. <laughs> Here's the first one. Let's see if you know it. Let me just check my... I have to name the ballet. Uh, Little faders are up there. There we go. Yes, you have to name the ballet. Bonus points if you can name the choreographer. Really? Here we go. Number one. Okay. (laughs) Oh, I so don't know this. I'll give you a clue. Okay. Something bad is about to happen. Oh.
2: You're giving me eyes. Um, Any ideas? No, not really. But okay, I'll take a stab in the dark. Take a stab in the dark. Um, something bad's gonna happen. Yesterday. Take a stab in the dark. So, night time. Yes. Swan Lake.
1: Oh no. Sleeping Beauty.
2: <laughs> oh, okay. Yes. Yeah.
1: That's Sleeping Beauty. Um, famously the most, uh, probably the most classical of all the classical ballets. Why is that? Um, because it's it follows a classical structure okay. in its choreography and uh, its purity. Yep. Uh huh. In no, the yeah. in the actual in the technique in the way that it's so danced. certain
2: technique bits happen at a certain time in the
1: story. Yeah, and also the way it's performed. So the way actually if you actually know if, you, if you're interested in this kind of thing, it's the way the dancers hold themselves, the way they use their arms actually represents true classicism because wow. everything is equal on either side. Oh boy. Not the whole way through, obviously,
2: but that's the aim that they're going no. for. That's the look they're going the, for, and that's the depth that you're talking about when yeah. you talk about
1: reflecting classicism. All right. So that was um, "So Sleeping Beauty," choreographed by Marius Petipa. Well, if I didn't get the name, I wasn't going to get that. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. Are you ready for number two? Why not? Okay. Beautiful. Oh. <laughs> That's all
4: I get. That was
2: a short one, that one. <laughs> um,
1: Do you want it again? No.
2: Um, well.
1: That's it. Have a guess. Giselle. No, it's Swan Lake. That one was Swan Lake. That's Swan Lake. Also choreographed by Marius Petipa. Gee, he did well. He made the three, the three big ones. Wow. Swan Lake, Sleeping Beauty and The Nutcracker. Right. Well, now, I didn't realise Nutcracker was going to be in that category. Yeah, it was. Yeah. And it is. <laughs> <laughs> is that considered... See, I always just thought that that was like... Like a modern. Like a, American. like a Christmas spectacular. Well, that's what it is. But that's how old it's been around, how long it's been around for. Wow. Um, yes. Now, Sleeping Beauty has, of course, been done a billion, trillion times around mm. the world mm. and still probably the most famous ballet ever performed. So wow. there you go, That's a little trivia. <laughs> yeah, and both, oh, obviously as well. I should say, all three ballets composed by Tchaikovsky. That's what I was going to say. You could I see, know, my I lips can see moving. your ch. Yeah, I was going. Ch. You're ready for ch. Uh Let's move ahead a few centuries, shall we? Good, good clue. Thank you. That's me singing in the background. <laughs>
2: yeah, you're good. <laughs> now, that music, that's a little... What'd you say? Minimalist? A little bit. It's got a bit of Philip Glass about it. Oh, a little bit glassy. Yeah, but it's not, is it? Or is it? I'll stop it. I'll, I want to say it's a George Balanchine ballet, but I could be wrong. You are wrong. It's, okay. Uh,
1: it's called In the Upper Room, choreographed by American choreographer Twyla Tharp. Twyla Tharp, okay. Yeah, so she's a big one. She's huge. Of of now. But yeah. twi- uh, Twyla Tharp, uh, in the upper room, I believe, this is off the top of my head, I've done no research people. I'm not a ballet historian. You're pretty I'm just good, I'm a though. ballet dancer. Yeah. Uh, I think it was choreographed in the 80s, maybe late 70s. Um you going to say it's 80s. It's interesting you say the name Twyla
2: Tharp because I r- would wager that maybe someone like Graham Murphy would be more well-known than the most well-known ballet dancer in this country. Do you know what I mean?
1: I feel yeah. like choreographers have had a Balanchine, Murphy, yeah. Twyla Tharp. Well, that probably has... That, I'd say that has something to do with... Definitely has something to do with advertising. Mm. And uh, I think choreographers, if you are a choreographer like Twyla Tharp, Graham Murphy, Balanchine, you're afforded perhaps more longevity. Right. Yeah,
2: well, yeah, that and, makes sense. You can do it for longer.
1: You can do it for longer. And, you know, someone like Graham Murphy was in charge of a dance company for 20 years. Yeah. So that was his name. It's easy to put your own stuff on when you're the boss. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> so, that was uh, in the upper room. They wear sneakers in that ballet. They wear sneakers, ballet flats, and also point shoes. You can jump like Nureyev in <laughs> Nike Airs. <laughs> you can. Oh, I shouldn't have said that. Oh, well, too late. Here we go. This is number four, <laughs> the last one. This is my favorite. Drums. It's definitely not old. (laughs) Not old. No, it's not old. But it sounds like it could be influenced by um, uh, what's his name? Rite of Spring. Never mind. (laughs) Someone who loves classical music is yelling at their radio right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, finished. Oh, I don't know. Okay, so that is um, a ballet called Chroma. Mm. which was choreographed by Wayne McGregor on the Royal Ballet. Wow. Um, I'm, I'm going to say like around 10 years ago. Yep. Um, and it was composed, the music was composed by Jack White of The White Stripes. Oh, wow. Yeah. Oh, so um So ballet is kind of that interesting thing that it kind of sometimes... Goes into pop culture and looks for people to influence it yeah um, and I think that actually the marriage is always really strong yeah um, when oh I shouldn't say always because who knows probably a lot of times it hasn't worked out mm. um, but like for example the Paris Opera for a long time used Jean-Paul Gaultier as their costume designer, yep. Uh, yep, Chanel, yep, yep. Coco Chanel, in the, uh, you made their tutus, and yep. um, again, that might not be true. <laughs> so <I think> okay. <laughs> it was a Coco tutu. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I've, I, I saw that. Are you wearing Coco tutu?
2: Is this a Coco tutu? Psst,
1: psst, no, it's Coco number five. <laughs> that was a bad joke. Well, um, yes, that's my balance. I really enjoyed that. Did you like that? I was, that was a little more informative than I thought it would be. Because I literally have no notes printed out in front of yeah, me. Yeah, but all it doesn't surprise me head. that
2: you are, and have a lot on the top of your head <laughs> regarding... Especially my tiara. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it is a nice haircut. And um, I love you. <laughs> I love you too. <laughs> this is Joy. Tonight we're asking what happens if I'm a boy and I do ballet? And next up, who knows what's happening. <laughs> Joy 94.9. Well, this has been "What Happens If" on Joy ninety four point nine, and tonight we were asking the question: mm. What happens if I'm a boy, boy, and I do ballet? ballet. Oh, boy, 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 <laughs> boy, and I do ballet, <laughs> ballet. <laughs> <laughs>
2: That's it, <a> do
1: it, <laughs> ballet, ballet. Um, yeah, well, we're both boys. We both did ballet, so yeah, and, and we
2: live, and we, and we, and we survived to tell the tale. <laughs>
1: <laughs> both retired from ballet. Yeah, absolutely. Has yeah. ballet ever popped up in any of your musicals that you've been in? No,
2: Not only, in like only only in like full form. No, only in the sense of like, here's a few ballet moves. People use the terminology all the time, yeah. and the
1: steps, the classical steps, are used all the time. It's universal. People get yourself down to your local ballet school. They for sure are holding adult ballet classes. Yeah, um, and they're great fun, and that it is the best way to keep fit. It's awesome. Yeah. I should do something actually. <laughs> yeah, me too. <laughs> okay. Um, we're going to leave you... Oh, before we go, we have to say, download the podcast. We love it when you do, and we love it when you rate and review us. Yeah. So get onto that. Um, there's an Instagram, at What Happens If. Yeah. It's still there. It's still there. It's a lot of hard work to keep things, these things going when it's just the two of you. Um, yeah. And, 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 you know, uh, do either
2: of us really like Instagram? No. No, makes it way more difficult. I like Twitter. I
1: probably should have started a Twitter. Anyway, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> um, when you are studying to be a full time ballet dancer, you, and in, in Victoria, you may have to do VCE dance. Yes, yeah, it's true. And uh, that comes along with having to study uh, famous dance works. Yeah, that's right. Now, this is from one of those dance works that we studied. And I wonder if it's going to play right away because I haven't heard it yet. Um, I'm just going to keep talking until... Oh, oh there it happens. is. Yeah, there it is. is. Mmm. Oh, this is bringing back memories. This is from Alvin Ailey's Revelations. A
2: seminal work.
1: It I was seminal.
2: I want so to And, the, and the, the choreography that accompanies this I is a is
1: A solo, a male solo. Yeah, which is... Red. Stunning. It is it's, stunning. It's based on Martha Graham technique. Red. And I don't think I appreciated... The depth of it and the, the physical um, accomplishment just to do it. Just to do it, exactly. Yeah. yeah, you have to be at the top of your game in this particular contemporary dance technique to be able to pull off this solo. Yeah. Um, go on YouTube it if you want. Alvin Ailey Revelations. Yeah. Um, this has been What Happens If. Tonight we we're asking what happens if I'm a boy and I do ballet. Next week we're ha- asking what happens if I become a carer. Evan Dreaming's up next. You're on Joy.
0: Ready to put on. My long white I would not be a sinner I'll tell you I want to be ready, Lord, ready to put on my long white robe. Nine.